The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University podcast, episode 274. Yeah. Good evening, Alan. Good evening. <laughs> I just like the way you say that. That's your good voice. Good evening. Um, no. in, interesting show for tonight. I, I wanted to talk about new dad anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a topic that it, it feels like there's a lot of it, you know, especially sure. um, the comments I get on many of my new dad related videos. Um, it just seems like there's a lot of anxiety and stress related to being a new dad. Yeah. Um, granted, there's a lot of it related to being a soon to be dad. In other words, like prior to the baby. And yeah, then there's, there's also, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then also once the baby's born, I mean, it's, it's kind of, um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of all of it. So, yeah. um, I, I just, you know, so if you are a first time dad, you might be feeling a little bit of this. And so I kind of am covering um, both. I mean, whether you just had the baby or um, it's on the way, you know, it's, this is something that's totally new, you know, and that's what you're, there's, there's probably these feelings coming up, the stress, the anxiety. And so I'm going to touch on a few things of just that, that I think cause it. Mm-hmm. I think because that's kind of the first step is just talking about what actually causes it. Um, and then we're going to go over a few ways to overcome it, okay. you know, I think, uh, and, and kind of shed some light on that. And yeah. I, I, I think there's sort of three major categories that I separated these, you know, the, these into, I, I think there's financial life change and then caring for the baby. So I want to touch on each one of those. First is financial. Mm. So the question always comes up, you know, how am I going to afford this baby? Like they're so expensive. <laughs> what am I going to do? My job, you know, all of that, you know, that, that all comes into play. The financial burden, if you will, and the financial situation is just something that I think most men, or at least I know I did. Um, we think about that. You know, we think about it. It's like, wow, how this is going to cost me a lot. And how am I going to afford this? Yeah. Um, I think the number was 272,000 for, by the time the child is 18 on average. Jeez. Um, That's a good chunk of change. That's a chunk of change for sure. In some places, that's a decent size house. Yeah. Um, Not in San Diego. Not in San Diego. (laughs) That's a condo in San Diego. (laughs) Yeah in a not great area, you know what I mean? It's a, <laughs> That's a condo 10 years ago in San Diego in a not yeah, great area. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> the second one is that just simple life change. You know, my, my life is going to change, my relationship, uh, my free time. You know, mm. how are things going to shift? That's another thing. And then the third part is the caring for the baby is really, you know, how am I going to change this diaper? I don't know what to do here. How do I burp a baby? It's like all these sort of, you know, tactical things, if you will. It's like, you know, the tactical things about caring for a baby. It's like for myself, 
I was never around babies. So yeah, I didn't know how to care for a baby. I was relying on my wife for that. I mean, she happened to be a nurse who yeah. worked with babies. So that was helpful. <laughs> um, but I just didn't know. And so, you know, and I've done videos and, and we've done podcasts on all of these topics, you know, the sure. financial, the life change, the caring for the baby, but, and, and they're all valid reasons. I, I, that's, that's the thing. It's, I don't want someone to think that it's not, but it's just kind of recognizing, I think, where the anxiety specific comes from and yeah. trying to help men feel a little less worry, a little bit more calm about this situation because everybody feels this way. Yeah. You know, this is, um, it's just that that's the way it is. So I want to go over, you know, a couple of other things and, and just kind of keep some things to keep in mind about the anxiety. And the first thing is that it's totally normal. You know, that's, sure. that's the part is that you don't have to feel like a stranger that it's only happening to you. You absolutely are not alone in feeling this way. Right. You know? yeah, yeah. I mean, we've both, we've both talked about it that we we've, we've have felt anxiety and stress when, you know, upon a child being born and it's sure. just, that's, that's how it feels. And, and, and so recognizing that, Oh, you know what? You experience that too, being honest about it and open about it. So that guys realize like, you know, they, they think that like, Oh man, I'm not, I'm not able to handle this in some way while everybody else is having an easy time. And it's just not the case. No, so, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, even people I, from what I've heard with multiple children, you know, each time, even if they're mm -hmm. not new at it, there's still an amount of anxiety that comes with the newer kid being born and or raising that child and the contrast you might've had from the first one to the second one. I mean, totally. you probably speak more to that, but I, I've known multiple people that have spoken on that behalf saying, Hey, it's, you know, I mean, it gets easier on some level. I guess you understand things better, but there's still, yeah, there's, I mean, anxiety. there's a little bit of, of familiarity. I mean, you know, exactly. kind of a little bit yeah. more of what to expect. And right. so there is that familiarity, but then you're also making it more complex by adding another child. Right. Yeah. So, right. And it's just, so that's yeah, where, you know, juggle, it, juggle too. there's definitely this weird combination of anxiety and excitement. And, and so I just, I mean, basically just wanted to say it's, it, it, it's totally normal for dads to feel that way. Yeah. So, and so that's the thing, totally normal. Um, number two, write it down or type it down or, enter it with your thumbs. I mean, however the kids do it to these days. Um, <laughs> I, I think the, the purpose is to get the words out of your head mm -hmm. and onto either paper or computer, your phone, whatever. Um, talking's great. You know, if you can do that, but not, I mean, not everybody wants to, or is willing to talk about it. And so the next best thing would be writing it out. You know, okay, if, yeah. if you're, I mean, if you're able to go to a therapist or something, that's great, but, um, but just writing it down and actually journaling it or just writing what bothers you, it actually just then can, you know, bring it out from your head into the paper or the computer and it, it, it helps get it out of you, which I, I think is important too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cathartic. You know, yeah. Write down what is causing the anxiety and be specific. You know, why do you think you're feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Um, an example, you know, I'll give you an example. It's, uh, you know, I'm feeling anxiety about money and I'm scared that I, you know, I'm not going to have enough money to give my child what they need. And that makes me feel horrible. It feels like maybe I'm not man enough. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not taking care of business and that just doesn't feel good. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not sure, if, you know, 
somebody has written stuff down before, but there, there is a, there is something that happens when you get it out, you know, and mm -hmm. I know when I have either gone to counseling or I've gone to support groups or whatever, I mean, that's part of the exercises often is writing it out. And yeah. when you do that, cause you I mean, or you're going to talk about it, it just feels less powerful, less scary when it's out in the open. Right. And the more you do that exercise, the less anxious you will feel, you know, the more, the more you deal with something, at least for, I mean, that's been my experience. The more I've talked about it, the more that I've gotten it out, the better I have felt. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's been with grief. It's been with anxiety. It's been with stress. It's been with all of those things. Um, it just feels like that's the way to do it. So number three, don't forget about your health. You know, um, when you're having a, if you're having a baby or you're, you know, or it's already, you know, it's already there, you still want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And, yeah. you know, if, if you've already had the baby, you might not be getting enough sleep that you feel like, you know, you're so focused on the child and right. you just often forget to take care of yourself, you know, yeah. and that happens with both mom and dad. We just, we just forget the focus isn't ourselves. The focus is the child. And so, you know, this can mean eating better, healthier choices, exercising. Um, I'd also say reduce alcohol consumption. I didn't say yeah. eliminate, but reduce. Yeah. Um, less caffeine. I mean, any of the things that alter a state of your being can um, affect anxiety. You know, if, if, if you don't have anxiety issues, you probably, I mean, no, no reason to listen to the podcast, this, this episode. But um, for those that do, you know, alcohol and caffeine make it worse. <laughs> yeah. And right. it, it does not help. And so, you know, you feel like you have less time to be healthy, you know, cause maybe it takes longer. You have to exercise. It takes longer to prep a meal versus going out to eat, you know, whatever. Sure. But truthfully, like those are just excuses. Like it just means it's not a priority. Yeah. You know? Right. And if you really analyzed your time, you stopped binge watching TV, wasting time on social media, you'd probably find those couple of extra hours um, to take care of yourself. Sure. You know, and I'll offer it. I mean, if somebody doesn't feel like they have the time, you know, send me your schedule. Exactly <laughs> we'll, what you do. We'll break it down. <laughs> I will consult with you. Send it to podcast at daduniversity.com. And I mean, I'll admit if I'm wrong, I mean, if you're, you know, but if you, you have to be honest and say, Oh, you know what? Those two hours a night of Netflix that I'm watching, I guess I could knock some of that out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I need my Netflix. I need my Netflix. So <laughs> all it means is that it's not a priority. That's all. Right. You know? Right. Which yeah. is fine. Just admit it. You know, don't, you can't lie to yourself as you're lying to everybody else. Right. <laughs> um, number four, have some empathy for your partner. So here's where this is an interesting one is so empathy is looking at a situation from another person's perspective. It's, you know, putting yourself in their shoes. Imagine what your partner is going through. You know, your partner has to carry the child, deal with morning sickness, delivery. If you've already had the child, she's breast, maybe breastfeeding. She could be the primary caregiver and she's dealing like with every, everything else that's on her plate. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to minimize what a first time dad goes through. I mean, I, I think it is a lot, 
But what I suggest is that if you can focus on your partner, you can often reduce your own anxiety and thoughts. Yeah. You know, um, you start to, you, or you, you stop worrying so much about what you are going through. Mm-hmm. And instead you start worrying about them. And for some people that can be worse, you know, I mean, like they worry about somebody else, but I'm not, I'm not saying to worry, maybe that's a bad way of putting it, but to just, instead of worrying, just focusing on them and sort of maybe what they might need. And you'll find, I think that you will reduce your anxiety by simply focusing on others. Yeah. And because you just kind of don't have time for it. It's like out of sight, out of mind. And it, it, it really starts to reduce. So I think, I think that's a big one is, I mean, having empathy with your partner is always an important thing anyways for a relationship, but mm. doing that will definitely get the focus off of yourself. Right. So, um, number five, can you control it? And you have to ask yourself this question. You know, if you're worried about money, this is give, that, we, that was the example, mm-hmm. instead of getting down about it, you know, could you work more hours? could you get a different job? Right. You know, um, it's just, it's, it's kind of like, you know, the things that we have anxiety about, like even the tactical things, like dads have anxiety about like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold the baby right or change the baby's diet. Like literally they, that's what they worry about. Yeah. You can learn those really easy. You can watch a YouTube video and learn it. I mean, it's trial and error and you'll like watch a video and you'll be an expert at holding a baby. i mean it's always not that complicated no it isn't that complicated but it's in your head it's that complicated of course that's why i say i'm not i mean i don't want to minimize it but you have to ask yourself can you control and change it right like being anxious about holding the baby you can fix that sure you know you can fix that if you're anxious about it it means you're not sure about it you can practice you can watch and educate yourself i mean you Mm -hmm. can be ready for that so there's a little bit of control. And so when you get clarity on what it is that is actually causing you the anxiety, you can then figure out whether you can control it or not. And if you can control it, you change it. If it's out of your control, why would you waste the time worrying about it? Sure. Yeah. You can't control it. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to learn to let it go as the famous Elsa did say. (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> or is it Anna that said that? I don't know. Let it go. One of them. Um, They're all so I think that's important. You know, just yeah. it's, I mean, granted, it's easier said than done to let it go, but it's, it is something that you've got to strive to do. Yeah. Uh, number six, communicate to your partner. Now, I want to be a little bit clearer on this one is that communicating with your partner doesn't mean that you're dumping all of your emotions and your crap on them. Mm-hmm. And freaking that, and and the fact that you're freaking out that you're having a child, that doesn't mean doing that. Um, the reason to communicate is so that your partner can understand what you're going through, you know. And so, you are being empathetic towards her, and your hope is that she would be open to communicating, you know. And you might, you know, you might be able to say. Hey, you know what? I know I haven't been acting, you know, maybe as normal I have lately. I know that my fuse might be a little shorter. 
you know, maybe we've been arguing a little bit more and I just, you know, kind of here's why, Yeah. you know, and hopefully you have, you know, good communication that you are able to solve that, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's, that's the hope. Um, I think communication is, you know, helps ease the anxiety. I mean, that's what happens. Um, and so, you know, maybe together you guys can come up with the solutions. You know, if you're unsure how to care for the baby, but she does know how, or you can learn together or you can go to classes. Yeah. You know, if you're having anxiety about the lifestyle, you know, how can you both change some of the things that you're doing and still have time for some of the stuff that you want to do, you know, like there's usually some kind of fix. And especially if you have good communication, you know, you, it's helpful to have that communication so that your partner understands what's going on. Right. Right. Um, you know, you don't have to suffer from it. Like it's said that the new dad anxiety is so normal. We shouldn't have to suffer it. Same, you know, same as the woman that she shouldn't have to suffer from it either. Yeah. And I think if you change your mindset a little bit, you might be able to use that anxiety as motivation. And, mm. and the way you do that, which I think a lot of people do is like the financial situation, you know, you're like, okay, I've got to buckle up here. I've got a kid coming on the way. Maybe I'm going to improve my financial. I'm going to get a different job. Yeah. You know, or maybe I need to, you know, improve my education so that I can advance in something or, you know, take some classes in some of some kind or, um, you know, create a healthier lifestyle, whatever it is, you know, get excited about the fact that this is a new beginning for you. Yeah. You know, instead of having the anxiety, have allow that anxiety to turn to excitement and say, wait a second, I get to decide how I want to be in this new chapter. Right. You know, so I'd love to hear feedback. Um, you know, if you're a first time dad, whether you've got a baby on the way or there's, you know, it's already landed. <laughs> yeah. um, do you have some anxiety about it? You know, yeah. how are you feeling? Um, if they do have any questions, comments, or concerns, Alan, what should they do? They should email us podcast at daduniversity.com. Maybe hit us up on our social media networks. Uh, Dad Univ is usually the one, but Dad University, just look it up and um, go to the YouTube channel. Make sure you read, uh, read, watch the videos there you can read them if you want but more than likely yes. you're going to watch them and um read some uh, leave some comments and um share with your friends there and also if nothing else please go to the podcatcher that you're listening to us on right now leave a five-star review a thumbs up subscribe to that network and then share that with your friends and family and people that are have uh, new kids on the way especially the dads uh and leave some feedback and it really helps perpetuate the show beautifully said I couldn't have said it better myself. That's why you say it. Right. Um, with that, Alan, as always, thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.